Blog Talk Radio. Tonight I'm going to open the show with a poem called Only Breath. It's by the Persian poet Rumi. Not Christian or Jew or Muslim, not Hindu, Buddhist, Sufi or Zen, not any religion or cultural system. I'm not from the East or the West, not out ocean or up, from the ground, not natural or ethereal, not composed of elements at all. I do not exist. I am not an entity in this world or the next, did not descend from Adam and Eve or any origin story. My place is placelessness, a trace of the tracelessness, neither body or soul. I belong to the Beloved have seen the two worlds as one, and that one call to a no. First, last, outer, inner, only that breath, breathing human being. There is a way between voice and presence where information flows. In disciplined silence, it opens. With wandering talk, it closes. Hello, everyone. My name is Daniel Michael, and I'm the founder, co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. And tonight, we don't necessarily have a topic, as we often do, or a guest. I am just awaiting our associate producer, Miss Janice R. White, hostess of the World Reggae Party. She'll be here in just a minute, I'm sure. And we're going to open the phone lines for readings, discuss a few things, and I'll be right back with you. In just a moment, and here's our good friends, Jim and Ashley Cash.
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. Hello, everyone. This is Daniel Michael. And again, I'm the founder co-creator of the Main Street Universe Radio Network. It was I and myself, Mr. Kevin, I myself and Mr. Kevin Baird who founded Main Street Universe. I believe it's been four or five years now. Kevin is still sometimes with us. He's an inventor and a good friend, and he invented an oracle deck, which he gifted to me. And tonight is a reading show, if anyone calls in. I read from the Horizon Oracle, which was his invention. I also read from the traditional Rider Waite Radiant Tarot, a little bit different than that that one with the sort of whatever silver and black backing. <clears throat> I've always liked that one because the back of the Radiant deck is the night sky. And as a kid, I used to always stare at the night sky out the window or escape and go do it <laughs> I'm still awaiting our associate producer and co-host Miss Janice R. White Janice I think I just heard a door <laughs> is the hostess of the World Reggae Party and I'll see if that's her right now. We're also going to be celebrating her birthday. Is that you, Janine? Yes. Oh, she's here. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, and before we get started, I would like to include... There are some good friends of ours who are both sick and having problems with money because of their health issues. That is Jim and Ashley Cash. And I'd like to remind everyone that attached to the show page is their GoFundMe campaign to help them get through this tough time. Jim and Ashley are an, an amazing husband and wife musical team. As Janice, you've met them before. Yes. Dinner with them. Yeah, and our opening song we've been using for years is one of theirs from the from their old band Woven Green. They still have Woven Green, but they also have their kind of a cover band rock band called One Leap. So the one is more for like playing out at bars, the one is more like meditative atmospheric music. And they've been going through a very, very, very tough time and I just want everyone to keep them in their heart. They're, they're, they've also been hosts here at Main Street Universe before. And they're also very dear friends of mine, two of my first favorite people when I moved here to Northern Virginia and worked with them at a, at a Unitarian Church gig. And just instantaneously we bonded. And they've been on our album. They've been on Dragon's Head, all of that stuff. They've been part of that before before the other members were here. So with three rings of the bell, let's send out our best healing wishes to Jim and Ashley Cash. But I'd like to also remind people of some of the other shows on the Main Street Universe now that I clear my head and be a little less emotional. <laughs> um, I <clears throat> think, speaking of about five years ago, Jesse Ann Nichols George has been with us for what, a good four or five years four years, now? Yeah. I think. 
So Jessie is on every Friday. Sometimes the time fluctuates because sometimes she's on a little book tour or something, but she's been kind of doing a consistent, like, what, three or four in the afternoon, something like that. Oh, she's supposed to be my guest on Tuesday. Oh, on Tuesday. So you're going to be doing, okay. Yeah, I've got to actually call her. Right. So Jessie Ann Nichols-George, her show is called Code Connections, and she's actually kind of developed her own divination system based on her many years of experience in the metaphysical world of so many different divination systems and she's been a professional reader before and I guess now as well but she kind of developed her own system I won't sit here and explain the whole thing now but it's called Code Connection it's very detailed whenever she does it though I'll give her that she did one for me and it was very very highly detailed she has many amazing guests on her show uh including people that do things like, I think one time she had a guest that did an animal rescue shelter. and She has all kinds of interesting guests. So check out her show every Thursday. Again, I can't always give you the specific time because it sometimes fluctuates according to her book tour. She wrote a book called You, Me, Life, Dreams about male and female relationships. I considered it to be an advanced version of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus because she wasn't saying it like that. She was saying it more as if inside of each of us, we have both masculine and feminine energies. And this is how you deal with whatever level the other partner has versus men are from ours. I'm not trying to, you know, berate the other guy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that was a thing. <laughs> anyway, so then on Thursdays, in fact, tomorrow at 2 o'clock Eastern time in the afternoon, not a.m., but in the afternoon, it will be myself and Mr. Darren Bouquet returning yeah, to the I'm network. Yeah, I'm glad he's back. And Darren is a tarot reader and intuitive consultant and spiritual professional of all different sorts of types, you know, house cleansings, blessings, whatever, many things. And he works at Marie Lovo's House of Voodoo. In the magical city of... New Orleans, Louisiana. That's right. NOLA. NOLA. We love NOLA. <laughs> I was there for five days when Dragon's Head was on tour. I got to take David there. It's actually just uh, the human energy there is intense. <laughs> and it was great. I love how it's put together, the small streets and the, everything. It's, it's very homey in a way. And yeah. it's, uh, I really like it. Anyway. So that's Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, the return of Mr. Darren Bucher. And then Mary Phelan will be returning soon to do a Sunday show. It might be Sunday once a month. If Jim and Ashley, and I think they will, when Jim and Ashley recover, they may be coming back to do a once a month show because they've been hosts with us as well. Yes. Tuesday, though. Tuesday we have... Uh, reflections and Rhythms. Reflections and Rhythms, as well as Green Magic, Green Medicine with Susan Weed. So your guest is going to be Jesse this yes. Tuesday. Okay. Yes. And but Susan Weed wants to be a guest. Yes, Susan will be a guest. Yes. I think Susan's still in Costa Rica, so it might just be just you and like Jesse that night. May. Something oh. like that. She goes okay. away for a little while and takes a little break from the MSU show. So we have that going on. We have a Chinese herbal medicine practitioner. As well as my friend and coworker Eric Broyles wants to do a once-a-month show about uh, natural medicine. So there's quite a few shows going on the natural medicine theme, some on the metaphysical theme. And we are looking for hosts. So if people want to do something else, if people want to do another kind of theme, I don't even mind what it is as long as it's not something I find crazy, you know, crazy <laughs> or you know, yeah. ridiculous or something like that. And a world reggae party will have Dick Gregory's daughter yes. maybe tomorrow, if not yes. tomorrow, the 17th of March. World reggae party. Janice R. White, my associate producer, is also host of the world reggae party at FPA, Fairfax Public Access. And I think you have a TV show there now, too, Yeah, right? We oh, okay. just did the third one last week. Okay. And... Tell me a little, because we have no callers, <laughs> so, okay. a little about some of your experiences at World Reggae Party and some of who some of your guests have been, or ones that oh, pop out in your I head. have had uh, unknowns and, and well-known, famous and infamous, 
and uh, I just got back from Trinidad, and I met a whole bunch of uh, reggae and calypso and soca singers there. Uh, tomorrow night, if um, Miss Gregory can't make it, because uh, there's a little bit of a challenge there. Right. Uh, I will be featuring some of the music that I got from Trinidad and Tobago tomorrow. Okay. And, and it was a wonderful trip. I highly recommend it. So. Okay. I still remember, you might know this, I can't remember the artist. I think she was from Trinidad. Okay. And she has, it's a really nice, I don't know if you call it reggae, but it's an Islander song. Uh-huh. And it says, I'm not leaving, I'm not leaving, It almost sounds a little Spanish. And, oh gosh, I wish I could remember her name. It's actually a really good song. She's kind of talking about everybody leaves to go somewhere else because of whatever reason. And she's talking about how much she loves the island and she's not going to leave. Well, I met a lot of people like that. Yeah. Like, I was born here, I'm going to die here. Something Plummer, Denise Plummer or something. If I find it, I'll send it to you. Okay. I think you'll like the song. It's It's a really good song. It's like just got a great, like a lot of island songs. You know, it's a dance song, but it's got the melody's pretty. You know, and it's a melody. It's a little bit almost like Spanish sounding, and I like it a lot. But anyway, if I remember that and make a note of it, <laughs> I'll send it to you. Like if I find a YouTube video or whatever. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, tonight is a reading show. We just don't have any. Usually, we get we're like flooded with callers. No. It must be a slow news day or something. We're not. We don't have any callers tonight, and wow. usually. On the reading shows, it's usually we don't get to everybody. <laughs> so we can do a few other things, too. Like, for one, we can just flip a card and say what it means to us. We can do that. Yeah. Um, and Janice has a couple of different decks. What is the one with the purple backing? Okay. I'm still learning this, but I got it. Oh, it's an oracle deck? It's called the Psychic Carol Oracle Deck. Oh, okay. And... I gotta tell you the truth. I bought it because of the pictures, but it has really beautiful pictures in it. It and, does. They're like paintings. Yeah. And um, even though I don't know it as well as the uh, mystic uh, dreamer, it's kind of almost self-explanatory if you actually look at the word then the picture. Right. So. And. The Mystic Dreamer was created by Raven and Stephanie Gramasi, right, who have been guests on our show before, right? Is that the, is that the Gramasi deck, or is that no, a different one? No, that's a different one. Heidi uh, Burroughs? Oh, Heidi Burroughs. Burroughs. What, yes. What's the Gramasi one? Uh, the, uh, God. Uh, I won't put The on. Weird Deck? Weird Deck? <laughs> then it's a way of something. Way of something. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I know. I put you on the spot. Yeah, you did. Sorry. <laughs> right. I won't do that. Anyway... Mine is, it's sort of the traditional rider weight, but it's the one with the the backing is the night sky, which when you it's a beautiful backing. when you put it in, it's like two candles and in the black background the night sky thing it almost like you, it almost trances you out a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh. It's, it's got a great effect. That classic rider weight. Some people don't like the backing on that one. It's not my opinion or what I'm saying. I'm just saying that's just. I also have the Horizon Oracle. Which, of course, you know. Kevin Baird. Kevin Baird. And I have the Greek Mythic, which has been out of print since 1983. And it's it's a very pagan deck. It's uh, it's got great... These look like like oil paintings or something, you know. I don't know if I've... Have you seen this one? Of course, this is probably horrible radio now. I'm showing my my co-host pictures of something. That you can't see. That you can't see. <laughs> it's just an interesting looking look at the black right here. You can tell it's old. Oh, you know? yeah. And then look at just they're just like paintings, you know. Oh, okay. You did show me. Yeah. That's a while ago. My, fav- yeah, my favorite one was actually the Eight of Cups. It was a really, it just looks, it looks really lonely, like going to another place. Grass is greener, all that kind of stuff. But anyway. It's not great radio to listen to two people look at something. <laughs> so no, we're going to move radio. on. That was actually the first deck I ever um, did anything with back in the 1980s, and it returned to me years later. Oh. A friend of mine had it after it had like been in many people's possession. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, the first one has returned. Well, since there are no callers, I guess what we'll do is... Um, 
We'll start with something else. Okay. Your birthday present. Ah. Here's this, which I think you know what that is. Kind of looks like. Oh, very cool. And how do you know my color is red and purple? My first and second color. Yes, I like purple a lot as well. Very good. <laughs> She's opening it. No, make it a little bit more. The White House. Yes. Oh, very cool. Yeah, it's a good certificate for that little place. I don't know if you've been there. It's right on. No, I haven't. It's a little bit in that little recessed part of downtown Fairfax where some of those businesses sometimes don't do so well because it's in that little recessed thing. Yeah, some of the. But it's kind of a charming place. I thought you and Dave would like oh, to yeah. go down. Oh, yeah. And it's small. Thank it's you. little. You're welcome. So, how are you now? I'm just kidding. I'm playing, <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> 31. 39. So, 39 again. So, thank you, Daniel. You're
I just felt like I was supposed to keep it and put it on the cloth where the cards were. I believe in putting the cards on a cloth or in a special container or both. Like Janice has a cloth too. Pretty cool looking one actually. It's red and black and brown and yeah. what are these little things? Looks like little um, yin and yang symbols. Yeah, and people now some people just you know carry their tarot cards in a in a you know plastic bag and they don't. <laughs> I treat them like a almost ritual religious item. Oh, yeah. Everybody's approach is different. I'm not criticizing other people. I'm just saying this is what I do. So every deck gets its own box. Like the Horizon Oracle has a box too. Yes. Uh, I usually put a stone in it, put some oil in it to give it like an atmosphere. The cards even will take on sometimes, though I haven't done it with this one in a while, will sometimes take on the smell of the oils and add to the atmosphere. And these things are sometimes just to get our mind in a, in a better place. place. Because we go through the rat race and we go through all of the nonsense and IRS and everything else. This card jumped out at me. The moon. The moon. Oh, yeah. It, this is... Treachery. An interesting card, because some people do, just as you said, uh, view it very negatively. Um, I don't necessarily view it negatively. I love the moon. Depending, depending on the, the situation. Yes. Yeah. And, and the there's a lot going on in this card, though. There's the two great pillars. There's two dogs sort of barking at the moon. Um, one almost looks like it's arguing with the other dog. Then there's, there's this... The oddest thing in this card is this lobster coming out. And it makes me think, though I've never heard this in a book, I, I'm just kind of winging this right now, it makes me think that, well, the, lob, the lobster is a creature of water, and maybe it's the moon is intuitive, and water is... When you're a water sign, it's a very intuitive, it's a very feeling, very emotional sign. This is almost, to me, representing water asserting itself and coming out to meet the moon. Because, you know, the moon with lake, you know, all oh, that kind the of moon stuff. And the, oh, yeah. yeah oh, so, and then the, the earthly elements are arguing a little bit, or they're, or they're discussing. But some people think this is a card about intuition, about... Again, it's very intuitive. What are your thoughts on the moon card? Well, my thoughts? Um, yeah. Well, I like the water thing. Uh, but it also looks like this lobster is biting. Uh, or, that, or, yeah. or trying to... Attempting to. Well, asserting itself. I call yeah. it asserting itself. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going down this winding road. So there's, to me, and just to me, right. there's some challenges ahead. Um, uh, treachery. I uh, I know that a lot of people think of it as that way, or some kind of negativity ahead. But like you said, it doesn't always have to be that way. Um, but I find it very interesting that I think that's because some people that are now I'm not trying to say the wrong thing here. I think some people that are Christian readers. But but still believe that it's okay to read the tarot. They think sun is good, moon is bad. I've yeah. often wondered if that. There's more to it than that. That's just one of the quickies that I've I've often thought about with that sort of a thing. But it's actually a lot about it's it's dark intuition. Yeah. It's inner searching. It's you know reflection. Reflection, and it is very reflecting in the picture. Oh yeah. If we're just going to go by the card itself. Like, and like in that one, it's like a. I would think uh, a woman's face. I know some people. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's also feminine. Yeah, so it's feminine moon. intuition. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of different things. And yeah, sometimes you can take one card and discuss it for forever. Hours. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's also though there's a pathway there, and I would say oh, where's yeah, the path? Yeah, and where's the pathway going? Well, to me. Again, that's up to your intuition. Are you are you allowing your intuition to light the way, or, or are you blocking it out? Because I see with the two dogs in this one, I see debate. Yeah. You know, um, that's how I view it. It might not even been well, intentional. One dog, but I think there's a crab here. Yeah. So. So again, another water creature coming yeah. out to assert itself. And a lot of mountains, 
then, oh, in this particular one, looks like she's crying. Doesn't necessarily mean that she is, but it just looks like she's crying. In this one, the eyes are closed, which makes me think maybe, you know, it's your job to to open up Open up that. your channels. Or yeah. Open up the pathways. There are many ways to interpret it, some traditional, some not traditional, some just what you think. I have often just view, viewed it as a very intuitive, like looking at your, finding your inner intuition and trusting it. You could even say finding your inner magic and trusting it, because the most difficult thing about magic is not the fact that it doesn't work, it's the fact that you convincing yourself that it can it work. It works. Oh, yeah. Because there's so oh, many yeah. doubts in the world. You know, so many people telling you it can't be done or won't be done or, you right. know. So, I know both of us have heard that, so. And that's just life, everyone else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This one is the Page of Pentacles or the Page of Coins. Yes. Which can mean a new. New beginning. New beginning, new idea. New money. Of something with money. Job. A new job, so this one might be appropriate for me. Um, I'm also looking at a new job, so it could be appropriate for the both of us. It's a, a younger boss. Pages are, yeah, they often represent someone young coming in, and they often represent messengers. This is a message that something new is about to come. Like you picture, it looks like a young, usually skinny kind of person that's just, they could have been running for miles to show you, this, to show you this. Uh, pentacle or, or coin, or whatever words people are comfortable with, and they're like saying, "Look, look at this. Here's a new thing. Here's a yeah, the old. Here's a new message for you. A new thing. It's going to happen if you act right. And in the case of this was a reading, if you keep your intuition properly, you keep yourself open. Yeah. For everything, good and bad, you will find more riches." So it's a beginning, and also it can be physical pleasure. Coins can be uh, sex and physical pleasure as well. It's earthy stuff, earthy pleasure. Um, so it can, it can be that as well. The next card is the King of Wands. It was reversed. I'll, well, I'll just keep it reversed, I guess, meaning it's upside down. Yeah. Because I don't know. And the king of wands is the king of fire. Yeah. And this is a sign of losing your fire. Oh, yeah. Because it's reversed. Oh, this yeah. is feeling... Feeling down. Not feeling strong. depressed. Not strong enough. Uh, feeling worried. Worry, depression feeling like you can't build anything because wands are, just as you might think, they're sticks, they're giant rods. Some people even use the word rods instead of yeah. wands. And if you can't feel like you can build and if you don't feel your strength and your fire, I consider this to be a very much a card of feeling weak and feeling mm -hmm. depressed, maybe even feeling not healthy, feeling sick. It's, uh... He's thinking about Jim, if it relates to you, Jim and Aspen. That or the IRS, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> or the IRS, no. I'm playing, sort of. Okay. <laughs> but no, you're right. It's th th those things of um, not feeling strong, because the King of Wands is, again, the King of Fire, which is manifestation, action, earthly action, mm -hmm. great leadership. Like my brother Scott, you know, he's Leo the Lion. He's a great leader. He gets things done. You know, he's that kind of guy. Yes. And uh, it's it's feeling like you're losing that, that strength to step up and step out into the world. Yeah. And I would say... Yeah, that's a very interesting card on, on many, multiple levels for me right now. <laughs> again. And the next Ace one, of Ace of Cups. 
new emotion. Um, a love affair. Well, the beginning of a love affair. Right. It can also be creativity. Um, cups can be about art and creativity as well as about love. And, of course, reverse meaning, okay, well, maybe it's not... Not a good creative time. Or not that, or maybe your creative endeavor isn't working as well as you wish. Yeah. yeah. Again, this would kind of play into Jim and Ashley Cash's position, though we weren't intentionally reading for them, but we seem to both be thinking this is <laughs> turning out yeah. to be their reading, that they're afraid that this creative endeavor may not... They are full-time musicians and... Um, you know, now they're sick and they're at home all the time, so. Uh, Very interesting why they can't quite tell what it is. But, yeah, clubs can also, they definitely, most people do associate it with romance and love, but the, it also is about artistic projects. So if you see, like, the Knight of Cups, and it's upright, and it's jumping over the river, that means, oh, your artistic project is about to do something nice. That can yeah. be one of the meanings. Or your new love is about to do something, uh, it's going to work, and it's do something uh, positive. But the next card, that we are just flipping them and weren't exactly designating them. <laughs> no. Um, we were just guessing. Is the world. And the world is, well... It's the world. It's the world. It's a pretty impressive card. It's a, you know, yes. eventually things do work out. The dreams come true and, and all of that sort of thing. It's an incredibly positive card, actually. Very positive card. One of the most positive in the deck, almost. One of my favorites. And it does have mo there's all kinds of symbolism in this one. I mean, there's the, the goat and the lion and the, and the bird and the man, and then there's the, there's the woman with the with the two wands, and the, it's just um, very powerful. It's the higher arcana card that kind of just says things will be wrapped up, and this will be your world, and and it will work out, and it'll yeah. be okay. Your dreams will come true. Yeah, it is kind of the dreams will come true card despite the difficult emotion of the reverse cups card yeah. before it. Well, um, the one that's in my deck said that when it's reversed, it's uh, a lot of emotion being overwhelmed, being depressed. Yeah. And the card before it played into the depression. Yeah. Meaning the king of wands. Reversed. Upside down. Feeling a inability to build things and to make things happen for whatever reason that is, and there can be many. Yeah. The world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I also bought this deck for the visual. I'm a very visual person. Yeah, that's a very interesting, it's like a goddess on top of a thing, like putting all the animals into the world, right? Is that what yeah. she's doing? She's creating yeah. them creating and putting the them. So, yeah, it's, it's true creation and true recreation. So we would say if this was a reading, fear not that creation is on its way. Okay, it's 9.14, forgive me. I'm going to go ahead and play another song and take a little break here and come right back to our discussion. And remember, if you are listening out there in Internet Radio Land, call us. <laughs> you can call us for a reading. Yeah. But anyway, we'll be back in a moment. Forbidden Archaeology, Forgotten History, Divination, Magic, Cryptozoology, UFOs, 
nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. All right, and here will be another one from our good friends Jim and Ashley Cash from Woven Green. And this one is called Between Worlds. Producer. 
as we have no callers, we've been sort of talking about discussing cards, just flipping them, whichever ones come up, and discussing what they mean to us. You may. I may. Okay. Uh, My knee is not happy today. Ah. (laughs) But what else is new? So. Oh, you're picking from the... (laughs) Mine. Oh, I could pick one of mine. No, no, it's okay. I don't mind. I, I know I'm not one of those people that says, don't touch my card. Don't touch my card. Some people do that. I don't do that. Ace Another sword. ace. Yeah. A new good idea. Yes. That's what I think about when I think of the swords. I think victory. You're coming across the victory. Are you making sure that, you know, victory is mine? Yes, and I can definitely see that. Victory, and I would say victory in the form of a new great thought or idea is going to work out. Because swords represent air. Yes, they're definitely air. And which is thoughts, creativity, vision, all of those sort of things. Actually, we're both air, right? Yes, we're both air. I was going to yeah. say that. You took it right out of my head. That's that's why we're so easy to get along with. <laughs> yes. Um, so, you're, but you're an air fire, so you're, you're, air you're fire. easy to, to fire up. Oh yeah. Sometimes. Oh yeah. <laughs> my my little uh uh, uh what's it uh, attitude or something can uh, <laughs> can uh, strike at any moment. <laughs> but I view often view the 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 ace of error or the or the first of error or whatever yeah. terms people use. Yeah, it is. It's a really pretty sword in that deck. And it's it's like a new it's like a eureka. There's going yes. to be something new, a new great idea, a new thing that inspires you, a new yes. a new thought, creativity. Definitely a spark, especially in this card. It's a woman's like. Yeah, a new spark, you could yes. say. Yeah, and that's the thing is sometimes. Swords and air, that you know, like every element, like everything, like every every thing in all of this, whether it's earth, air, fire, water, has its strengths and has its definite weaknesses too. Yes. Like a lot of a lot of sword cards are a little negative. You know, yes. you got like the five of swords, you got the you know the seven, well, not eight, seven, uh, nine, ten. Uh, all yeah, those yeah, are nine, negative. Yeah, <laughs> the, the ten isn't as negative though. The ten is just saying. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> you got ten swords in your back. Okay. Move on. Well, move on. Go somewhere else. Yeah. You beat the you know dead horse with the wet noodle. Whatever you did, it's, <laughs> it's done. It's finished. <laughs> you know. So, in the case of yeah, like the nine of swords is is being haunted by your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Whereas say maybe you know being almost like a big nightmare. Yeah, it's a big nightmare. It's stress. You're oppressed by your thoughts. Your thoughts are actually causing bad stuff to happen. Whereas, say, the Ace of Swords and some of the other sword cards are, can actually be quite pos- positive. Or even the Three of Swords, right? It's the broken heart. It's the, yes. the sword through the heart. But if it's reversed, it means those swords are coming out soon. But they're falling yeah. away, I think, on you. So. Um, and so, in the case of the Ace of Swords, it actually is a very positive one. It means a great new thought, great creativity. But these great new thoughts, these great new things that can happen, they can also haunt you oh, yeah. in the later sword cards if they if they come up in some way. Yeah. So, the Swords is a sometimes a difficult uh, sign to, to read and some people have more harshness on them than others, like the Four of Swords. The Four of Swords, it looks slightly negative, but it actually, there's a guy lying on the table. It looks kind of depressing. There's you know, swords coming, three swords about to come down and just stab him. But yeah. there, there's also but, this. But there's one on it's the also floor. A, but it's also on the floor. There's one for him to grab and defend himself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, <laughs> and yeah. so there's also the... It's also what some people call it the take a break card. It means because he's lying down taking a break. You You got your sword with you. You got yours. There might be swords coming at you. And we all got those. We all have those. But you have your own from which to defend yourself. And and, uh, go ahead and take a break. That's kind of like, that's what I sometimes refer to as the take a break card. Breathe, relax, Breathe. breathe, meditate, you know, get your mind right. Grab the sword and defend yourself when you wake up, you know. 
because you got three coming down on you. <laughs> coming down hard. Or yeah. The possibility of coming down hard. Mm-hmm. And I'm just taking a look at this. Oh my gosh, our chat room collapsed. It is not a good technology night for us today. <laughs> you know what? I'm. I think I'm going to sign off. All right. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us. Yes, thank you so much. It's 9:25. We're about close to wrap up time here anyway, so we're going to go ahead and sign off. Remember, you've been listening to Main Street Universe, the show and network reminding you that the mysteries and possibilities of the universe are closer to Main Street than you could have ever imagined. And I can imagine a lot. And remember that if you are so inclined or if you have the extra resources attached to this show page is the link to go help and donate money to our good and dear friends Jim and Ashley Cash, the singers of Woven Green, of the songs we've been playing, even in the One Dragon's Hit song they were in that one. And I'll end with a song of theirs. And this one is about, because Jim was very, and Ashley were very passionate about the issue of mountaintop removal out in West Virginia where they literally just blow up a mountain with explosives. Instead of mining it, they just blow it up. And then they go and they promise to rebuild and they never do. I think it's, I, I think I think it happened four percent of the time they actually made some kind of rebuilding effort. It's called Mountaintop Removal. It's an issue not a lot of people know about. And they wrote a song about it called Moving Mountains. It's quite a beautiful song. I have to say thank you everyone for listening and thank to you G- so much. And to Jim and Ashley Get well. Get well. The world still needs you. <laughs> and needs more people like you. Have a great evening, everyone. Thank you, God.
forbidden archaeology, forgotten history, divination, magic, cryptozoology, UFOs, nature, science, and spirit. All this and more right here on the Main Street Universe Radio Network. 